TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. The 3-2 pitch coming. Swing it a pop-up. Playable on the infield. Kike taking charge. He waits near the mound. He has it, and the Red Sox win it. Well, after that huge scare in the fall home run by Volpe, the Red Sox win it as Volpe pops to the shortstop. And the Red Sox have beaten the Yankees 3-2 in the first of this three-game series. They get back to 500 at 32 wins and 32 defeats. The Yankees drop to 37 and 28. So what a finish. A <laughs> few palpitations of the heart, but the Red Sox hang on. And- Late night. Red Sox review. It's KJ. I'm laughing because of Joe and Will's. The last three at bats on the Odyssey app, you can rewind the game if you if you can, right? Go back and listen to the last three batters and hear the whoofs and woes. We're one minute away from Alex Cora. Red Sox win tonight, three two. I you know, here's what's interesting: the Red Sox. It's been so up and down, but it's been down recently, right? Their run difference for the entire season, one run. Tonight's game winning 3-2, one run. But have given up the fourth most runs in the American League. So that's been the story, right? Like the middle relief, the pitching has been bad. There's been some bad juju with some of the stuff in terms of what's been going on with the team in the locker room, the meeting, let me. I'll just say this right now. Verdugo should have been benched. You get benched in high school for not sliding into second on a forced out, right? Like the point of sliding into second is to prevent yourself from turning an ankle just stepping on a base at what's supposed to be at an increased speed. So you have all these different things going on. And then you get the win to open the series against the Yankees. Because now, watch this. If you win two out of the three from the Yankees and you've already won one, you'll leave Yankee Stadium coming back to Fenway as a 500 team. That would be a totally different song. What well, would be a lot like Bad Girls. 
<laughs> some some of them start being out on the street, DFA'd, walking. So there is something to look for, even just in this series, because if they come home, say, losing two of three, and I don't want to say that's still a possibility, but it is. But you get this one out of the way, especially as, as ugly as it was in Cleveland last night. You have to give it to the Red Sox to getting the team to 500 and can come out of this series if they win one out of the next two as a 500 team coming back to Boston. Here's Alex Cora. It's two ways, right? I mean, obviously, it's a good baseball game. Uh, we pitch well, um, hit the ball out of the ballpark. That's always good. And, uh, play decent decent defense so uh it's good to start uh this series like that and uh you know now we got two shots to win the series how about Whitlock? he seems to be really having it going tonight yeah he was good uh changing speeds using his best pitches as much as possible uh the changeup was good um you know just keep kept them off balance good fastball too good command and you know when you do that you know good things are gonna happen was it to see Rafi, you know, get one in the air and get to Yeah, I mean, the, the first one, the double, that was a good at bat. And then, obviously, you know, not too many guys can do that. that that's that's impressive. You know, it wasn't a bad pitch. It was a changeup. And to be able to stay on the pitch and hit it that way, you know, that, that's when, you know, we talk about it. You know, we talk about Ramirez yesterday, you know, the special players. And uh, just a matter of time. And, uh, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know the spotlight, whatever. I don't, I don't think that has to do with it and you know I think Garrett has you know everybody talks about the homers but he struck out a lot against him too you know it's a good battle and they both re- respect each other but that was a great swing that was impressive did you all feel like this was coming or had he hit something here recently I think it starts with the walks uh, he's been patient he's been able to to you know um, send a lot of pitches lately which is is great obviously he's a little bit frustrated because uh you know, obviously, he he do believe, he believes that you know. Although he hates to say it, but he knows the offense uh, goes around him. And um, it was good to see him hitting the ball out of the ballpark that way. Uh, that opens up a lot of stuff. You know, like the the ability to go that way, it helps you. You know, you can get on fastballs after that, and obviously, it means that you've seen the ball well. So um, hopefully, it's the beginning of something great for him. It was it was it was important. Um, you know, obviously, <clears throat> we've been banged up a little bit. Uh, we usage wise, um, you know, he, he gave us enough. Nick was outstanding. Uh, Chris too, and then obviously, you know, Derek got kind of like it was too intense for a little bit. But uh, I think overall, a great pitching game. You know, you got to give credit to Nick. You know, he's becoming a guy that you can rely on the bullpen. You know, and um, he made some good pitches there. And um, give us a chance to to win the game. There was some talk the other day about whether the Red Sox Yankees rivalry is what it was, but pretty loud tonight. It, it was loud, and uh, you, you can tell from the get go when when I go out there at six thirty for a seven o'clock game, seven ten. You know, if you see the people up there, you know, in the in right field, way up there, there's people there. You know, it's going to be fun, and um, you know, it was loud. It was a, a great baseball game. Um, you know, their guy is really good. He, you know. Uh, we hate to face him, you know, but you got to tip your hat to him because uh, what he's done since uh, 2018 is uh, show up every day, every five days, and, and give them a chance to win. And he's a true ace. He works so hard in his craft, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, a good battle all the time we, when we face him. Well, you guys score some runs off him. I mean, you've been able to. And he's been able to get us, you know, in others. So uh, it's kind of like we know what to expect. He knows us, obviously, a different 
you know, group this year, but we're still going to battle with him. He's going to battle with us, and, you know, it was a great baseball game. Close call with that line drive up to Kenley, just checking on him, making sure he was okay. Yeah, 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 just making sure he was okay. In the three starts with Whitlock now, has that been about what you expected when you moved him into the rotation? I mean, uh, we made the decision in the offseason that he was going to be a starter, and uh, one of the things we always talk about, and probably in every pitching staff, you know, like starters are going to give up runs, you know. Uh, you go six innings, you're going to give up three, and that's pretty solid, you know. So for him to understand that, uh, you know, as a reliever, he was dominant before, you know, and he was almost perfect. But in this role, uh, hey, you're going to give up runs, you know. But he's a, he's a good one. He's learning how to use his pitches, which is the most important thing. I think his changeup is a lot closer to what he was in 21, which is a great sign. And uh, he'll be ready for the next one. Alex Core after the game, Red Sox win 3-2. KJ Red Sox review, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. So, you heard the pep in Alex Cora's step in his tone of voice? That was huge. Because the conversation that has been over the last week and a half, surrounding everything Red Sox, has been atrocious. So to get this win, and it's against the Yankees, and oh, by the way, Garrett Cole gets his first loss. So there are things to hang your hats on. The most important pitch of the game tonight is right after the home run that Garrett Whitlock gives to Josh Donaldson on a fastball that goes 448 feet. Now, what that usually does to one psyche is you get rattled. What does he do? Anthony Rizzo comes right up there, throws him a changeup, and throws Rizzo off. That's what got the game from what could have been an early disaster, that was almost a disaster at the end of the game, to what could have been an immediate disaster that would have been a pylon, and then trying to put Pavetta in a situation where, okay, now you may have multiple guys on base, and you've got to get people out, and you've got to depend on that fastball that can be really straight and hit really far. So good on Garrett Whitlock for hanging in there after giving up a ball. I mean, that thing was smoked. And, and it's just the little small things, right? Like, this is the conversation you have. After 64 games, about a third of the season in, we're a 500 team. Remember, a lot of people thought this team would only win 75 games. So I can't understand those who are suddenly tight in the chest. Oh, this team. Ooh. They're a 500 team. By the math of a lot of people who put money down, on that 75, uh, under uh, under 75 wins bet, they're the ones that are sweating. They're like, oh my gosh. This isn't like I'm betting on the A's. The Red Sox are a 500 team. Now, if you thought that this, or you still think that this is not a playoff team, I, I'm, I, I'll ride in that cart with you, right? Because the ERA's too high. I mean, when you're talking with a team with a, a team ERA in like in the 470s, Man, that, I don't think there's a wild card team that's been in the American League that's gotten in with like a four, four more than you know under four forty, right over four forty, if you will. So clearly the ERA is too high. That goes into the whole story of the pitching situation, which I'll get into here shortly. But for tonight, the Red Sox beat the Yankees, <laughs> and look, no Aaron Judge now. Because think about what the conversation would be if things turned out where that ball is fair. The Red Sox lose on a walk-off home run with no Aaron Judge. 
the conversation becomes totally different. But tonight, the Red Sox are winners. They beat the Yankees 3-2. They give Garrett Cole his first loss. Verdugo gets back in the lineup and drops two hits. Tristan Cassis, which I know people may joke like we're celebrating a guy hitting over 200. Tell me he doesn't look a little more comfortable than the guy who was playing first base last year at this point. You know, it's the little things. You get a walk. You get a knock here. You score a run. These things matter. That means you're in the flow of the game. Tristan Cassis looks like he's in the flow of the game despite some of the struggles he's had during the season. When we continue here on Red Sox Review, (laughs) you might be going out high, but his plan is still kind of in place, and I'll tell you what that is next. 617-779-7937, Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Text line three seven ninety three seven. KJ, a Red Sox review. Now it's time to trend with Stiz. The Greg Hill Show weekdays six to ten. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. The Red Sox were in New York tonight to face the evil empire, the New York Yankees. It got a little scary at the end there, but the Sox held off, winning three to two. They now drop back to a 500 team with 32 wins, 32 losses. Game two of the three-game series against the Yankees will go down tomorrow night at Yankee Stadium. First pitch at 735. Earlier today, it was announced that Chris Sale has been placed on the 60-day IL after dealing with shoulder inflammation. He won't be returning until August. The Florida Panthers are on the board after winning Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals. They beat the Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime last night. Game 4 goes down tomorrow night in Florida. Puck drop at 8 p.m. The Vegas Knights lead that series two games to one. And the Denver Nuggets are in Miami tonight for Game 4 of the NBA Finals. They also lead that series 2-1. Right now, with a little under five minutes to play in the third quarter, the Nuggets currently lead the Heat 74-64. to I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Um, I mean, 
he was, you know, it was 50-50, right? He didn't throw too many strikes. Uh, you know, we had situations with, you know, like situational hitting. We didn't perform. Um, obviously, towards the end, we put some traffic. It just didn't happen, so. Red Sox Review, KJ, thank you so much for being here. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. We'll get to some of your texts in a second. So that's Alex Cora talking about the lack of hitting that's happened over the last several games. And, and, and let's just call it what it is. It's continued today. Yes, Devers had a nice shot. Kike went deep as well. So you saw a couple of guys making some serious contact, but you're really looking for the, this Red Sox team to just kind of break out of these doldrums. How many games in the past have they scored more than four runs? One, two, three, four, five, six since May 19th. So since May 19th, almost a full month, only six times have they scored more than four runs. So this is the explosion you would hope to see, and that takes some of the pressure off of the middle relief where instead of having to go in there and fight for their lives and worrying about making a simple mistake, as much as saying, okay, because this is what last year's team could do, right? It could give you runs. It could still have problems with the middle relief. It's just that the middle relief was giving up like the same amount of runs that the Red Sox would just finish scoring. Well, now you're in situations where if you're in a, let's just go back to the Tampa series where it was just absolutely just abysmal. You're in four two games, and you've scored two runs in another game, and one in another. You know you're you're looking at a team where there's a lot of pressure for these guys to come in sixth, seventh inning. Uh, let's go to text line six uh, three seven ninety three seven. Stiz, what you got? Yeah, I got two. Here's a funny one from the five zero eight saying they thought they were about to have to throw their TV over the porch if the Red Sox <laughs> blew that lead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. Well, you know the funny thing is because we've been playing like disco and stuff like that. Like, you couldn't throw the 1978 TV over without possibly getting charged with a crime or potentially damaging the sidewalk. Right? Or blowing so, your back out. Right, exactly. You yeah. know, like, oh, this Curtis Math yeah. is just absolutely painstaking. All right, next text. I feel uh, you, bro. No, texter in the 617 says, Whitlock was looking so good, just a bit of a cri- crisis of confidence at the end in the seventh. Release point was slightly off in the last two batters he faced, but otherwise very confident. I totally agree. You know, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, a Garrett Whitlock, Cy Young winner. We're talking about Garrett Whitlock just kind of like, oh, just a couple of years ago, I, was, <laughs> I thought I would be in this organization with the Yankees, and here I am. You know, because that's part of the whole Heim. There's supposed to be this genius of finding these diamonds in the rough, and what the fan base is going through has been the rough, and feeling like diamonds are up your rough, you know? Uh, but, yeah. You got to give it to Whitlock, especially as I said. Probably the most important pitch is the changeup he throws to Anthony Rizzo right at the very first pitch because Anthony Rizzo's like, you know what? <laughs> if this dude in front of me just hit it 450 feet, I only have to hit it like 365. And got him out in front on his front leg and was able to buy himself some time. So hats off to Garrett Whitlock for stepping up in a situation where. Like, literally, your biggest acquisition for an arm going into this season to help with the rotation was the guy who was stinking it up last night in middle relief. That's just how bad it's been. But the team is 500. There are betters right now that are saying, you know what? It could, I, I wish it was worse. 
Now, as I said, do I think this is a playoff team? Nah, ERA's too high. There's no dominance on the mound. You know, Chris Sale going on the 60-day has definitely eaten a chunk out of the the moxie, if you will, of the team that it had going for itself that seemed like it was overachieving a little bit, especially went on the, like a 7-8 game winning streak. Um, you know, clearly a team that was, you know, showing that it could compete for the wild card. I don't know if that's necessarily the conversation anymore. But, friends, I'm here to tell you that the plan for Bloom, it seems like it's still in place. Follow the logic. Throw tomatoes if you want. I don't care. I love them, especially the Roma ones, the little small ones. You can bite them. Remember, every major league baseball team sends at least one, one representative to the All-Star game. Now you would say, who's an All-Star? Early in the season, you'd be like, you know what? Verdugo's a candidate to be an All-Star this year. And I think that was kind of the conversation. I don't know if that's the situation now because he's an outfielder and where he plays in the outfield, there are other players um, that sit right there in that spot in the outfield. (laughs) Number 17. Look. If there's one representative that goes to the All-Star team this year, it's Yoshida Matazaka. And that, my friends, puts the big picture in play. Because you know Shohei Atani's going to be there. Hell, I'll even sell you on a conspiracy theory that maybe the real reason why Royal Tapia gets DFA'd is because he's wearing number 17. you got to save that for the guy next year, if you know what I mean, and who I'm getting to. So if Yoshida is at least the one representative that goes to the All-Star game, he gets to have a conversation with Otani about his experience in Boston so far. And and going into the season, I said, look, be nice to him. When things get rough, be nice to him because there's a bigger play at hand, I believe. And (laughs) thank you. You guys have kind of followed suit. You know? And what do you know? Yoshida had a uh, hitting streak going there for a while. He's right at the 300 mark. He's kind of picking up where Devers has kind of slipped off a little bit. You would hope to see Raphael Devers there, but let's be honest. Do you think the Red Sox deserve to send two All-Stars? I don't know. I'll get to that in a moment. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Wally and Fall River. Um, Okay, the Red Sox won tonight, right, Wally? Oh, yeah, I'm all excited, KJ. I mean, we've been playing a lot. (laughs) I'm all excited. I mean, uh, uh, Kenley's a heart attack closer. He's another Kimbrel. But uh, like I said, we've been playing lousy. The defense has been lousy. No timely hitting. Uh, we're all excited when we get a walk, but nobody can drive him in. But uh, you, you have to give Wet a lot of credit tonight. He, he pitched a good game. Yeah. It, it's still not going to turn a tide, KJ, with this team. Uh, with, there's too many, especially in our division, we could finish three or four games over 500. And still be in last place. Too many good teams in front of us. Even when the deadline comes, or as far as trace, we know how high Bloom's past history. Uh, he's not going to go after anything good. So uh, it's a marginal wild card team right now. But uh, as far as Yoshida, he shouldn't make the All Star game. But uh, as far as Otani, he's going to want a lot of money. I don't see the Red Sox shelling out six hundred million dollars for this guy. Uh, that's my opinion on him. All right, Wally, thanks so much for the call. Always good to hear from you. 
Yeah, see, that that's the thing. Think of how many people you know, and Stiz, you've heard this several times. I've heard this at least four times in my lifetime that I can remember, is that, boy, Saturday Night Live sucks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've heard it, right? I've heard it at least four incarnations, and the very first one I remember hearing as a young kid was, because I used to stay up late and watch this stuff and sneak, even though I wasn't old enough to watch this stuff. Boy, you know, when Aykroyd and Murray and Radner and and Belushi and all those guys left, Saturday Night Live sucks. And there was a season where you could watch Saturday Night Live and be like, damn, nothing is funny. But then the next year, this one guy comes in. One guy. Eddie Murphy. On a team that was, it wasn't like he came in when all the stars were there. He came in there when they sucked. What was the next thing you heard? Oh, my gosh. Saturday Night Live sucks. Eddie Murphy's gone. You know, Piz Capo's gone. Uh, They're trying to bring Billy Crystal in. Everything like that. Who is this Dan Hartman guy? Is he really is he even really funny? This Carvey guy I don't get. And you know what people said when those guys left? Saturday Night Live sucks. You get my point. You can go through the Sandler years. You can go all the way through the Tina Fey years. There is at least some point where you had to take a hit before something came. It just has to be one. It just has to be Yoshida. The guy pitches. The guy plays outfield. The guy has an international following and would have a really good friend on the team because that's going to be important. You you wouldn't want to be in Boston and by yourself and not really being able to feel totally comfortable. Well, I don't think he would have to talk to some landlord about potentially negotiating paying a little less to stay on the top floor. I don't think that's going to be an issue of his. But it's just something when you think of international players and culture that they're going to want to be near things that are very similar to themselves, right? Because was it going to be about keeping, what was the relievers last last year? I can't remember his name. So you want to go get a star from Japan to be able to be a serviceable MLB player. The worst thing that could have happened is Yoshida still hitting ground balls the second he figured some things out, even though I'm starting to see some of those rollovers again. I'm like, dude, you look like me when I play show. But if that is the long play, be honest with yourself as a fan. You would be thrilled to the hilt. You'd still have the World Series that you won, even though it was other players, it was Dombrowski's players, it was still a real World Series. But if Bloom's legacy ends up being that he puts Yoshida and Otani in Fenway Park, then some of these not-ready-for-prime-time players that you see out there, not only would they be easily forgotten, you'd be like, we've got Eddie Murphy. We've got Sandler. we got Belushi. You, you see my point. So as long as there's something there, Again, now we, us as fans, we could speculate how much Otani will demand. That could be his agent. But Otani may give, he may say 550 just to come play with Yoshida. Right? Because, again, some things are going to matter more than just, well, <laughs> me and you were Americans, right? 
yeah, give me the 50 million more. I don't care if you put me in Oakland. <laughs> but the point I'm making is if Hein Bloom is creating a space of comfort that Yoshida can echo to Shohei Atani at the All-Star game, that's going to be worth probably 50 to $75 million. Yeah, KJ, you're crazy. You're not the first to say that. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ, Red Sox Review, W-E-E-I. Remember, if you missed any of uh, Red Sox Review, Odyssey app, it's free. Just hit the rewind button. And plus all the shows during the day as well. And uh, I will be back here again Sunday for another episode of KJ and Dondero. You will never know what happens on that show. Sunday at 2. So, with all the noise going to Bloom, and all the noise about the product on the field, and I've said, it's got to be tough as a fan to see a lot of five, six, seven million dollar guys running out there. It's got to be tough. But, if there's a bigger plan in play, now the worst thing that could happen would be a la Tim Duncan not coming to the Celtics. You know how that ended for Rick Petito, <laughs> But... And that could happen for Hein Bloom because if you don't get Shohei Atani here, then the real question would be is why are you here? Why? So why not hold on to that as the, I don't know, school's almost over, right? Tell your kids sometimes, you know what? Get one more F on a test. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. And that's where we are. There's still one more test for what this team and organization is going to put out on the field. I have said for those who've listened, and I'll be honest, it's not all the time you hear me here, is that if there's a goal to make the Red Sox an international team, I'm talking about as we're asleep and no game is being played, people are up in the morning, you know, as you're at Fenway at 8 o'clock at night watching a game, at 8 in the morning over in Tokyo in the Far East, they are up watching Red Sox games. That's how you make the money. If you can tap into that international fan base. And here's another thing. I just want to kind of give a forewarning, you know, kind of like that old blues guy. You better buy on the dip. Because once it takes off and Osho- Shohei Otani does come here, you will not be able to afford, most likely, the new price. I got a true story, Stiz. A uh, woman I used to work with at the uh, former station I worked here in the city. And uh, I was like, oh, how you doing? She's like, I just sold my house. I was just like, oh. she's like excited, but like I've never seen someone so disappointed to sell their house. I was like, I'll call her Kathy just for an example. Oh, Kathy, what's the problem? Well, yeah, I can't move anywhere into my neighborhood now. <laughs> like, I just sold my house, and now I've got to like live, you know, in the river part of Fall River. <laughs> like, if I want to afford something, so be careful on not buying the dip. Those in the crypto world know what I'm talking about, because this is the dip right now. This is SNL sucks right now. But if Shohei Eddie Murphy Otani shows up. You don't think there's going to be a rush on those tickets that you say, ah, I'm not going to touch until they do something. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, how much do they cost? Why? Because the Lionel Messi of baseball across the world 
has come to one of the most historic franchises in all of sports. There's nothing historic about the Angels. Maybe that Gary Coleman was in a movie about. No, that was he was with the Padres. I'm trying to tell you this. I'm higher than that. Oh, let them eat cake. Okay, you wouldn't even be able to afford the hat. The middle of the donut. I'm trying to tell you. Stay with the team. Get those tickets. Watch these games because you'll be the first ones tapped on the shoulder next year. (laughs) Hey, thanks for coming this year. Would you like to come next year? We've got number 17 with that nice shiny red N on his sneakers. (laughs) Would you like to come see him? He's pitching today. Oh, if he's not pitching today, he'll be in right field. That's why I thought when Verdugo got benched, I was like, of course, he's the dude in right field. And the one you want to put in right field (laughs) ain't here yet. The number's available suddenly. I Look, I know it sounds like crazy talk, but look, this is the business of baseball, business period. If there's something that's going to bring crazy amounts of money and you've got the history and you've got the growing population, why not? Why not go get one of his league teammates or one of his, you know, league rivals, if you will, or, you know, one of the other stars of the league with them on the team first? So, for those who are wondering, if Yoshida Matazaka is the representative from the Red Sox, because, you know, at one point, you know, you're like, hey, maybe Kenley Jansen might go. No. Unless he wants to, like, blow the seventh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. You might not like exactly what's happening now, but let's call it what it is. It's better than expected. There is real effort, but there also are going to be growing pains. Growing pains. Growing Hang in there. The team is 500. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, but, you know, in football we could easily say, hey, your, your record is what it, you, you say it is. And and I, I do my best here. I really do my best to be as objective and as passionate on both sides of an argument. You have heard me rip Bloom in the past. Right now I'm telling you, Dude still has one more major final exam to take. And if he passes it, you know how we are. Well, you know, I didn't think they would pull it off. Or da, 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 da. Yeah. From those bad seasons of SNL, name three people. <laughs> That's my point. Those that will need to be here will still be here, and those that don't need to be here will be expendable pieces. I don't know for sure what's going on in the dugout that causes them to have meetings. But what I can tell is that these are the signs that you see when you know that potentially changes are on the horizon. I know Hein Bloom was on WEEI earlier this week saying, hey, look, he is not focusing on the future. I can't tell you that, you know, like (laughs) 
like what your plans are for the team. You kind of have to. You can only you can only look at that like in a skiff. You can only you know what I mean. You can't. He's not going to come here and be like, you know, honestly, if we finish, you know, somewhere just below five hundred. This isn't like the NBA where you're like, hey, we're in a rebuild mode and we're looking to get a high lottery pick. Yeah. I don't think you want to hear Bloom discussing a whole lot of stuff about the farm system right now, do you? He knows that whatever the magic was supposed to be has not produced a rabbit or a hat or even a pretty girl. It's produced none of that. So if it hasn't, you got one card left to play and that's go big or thank you for filling in the blank when you guys all said that. Because that's what some of you are asking. But there's still more to come. And a team that's 500, which probably should be a team that's about four or five games under 500. So those who thought that the Red Sox would finish with about 72, 73 wins see the Red Sox in the correct place in the AL East. And there's nothing you could really do about that. I mean, remember, the, the schedule is different than it was last year. So look, Baltimore has found religion. Okay, you gotta you gotta believe what they're doing, and that probably stings a little bit because they were always the ones that said, "Well, at least we're not behind Baltimore." Well, you know, those days are over. And even though Tampa and Alex Manoa has been so reprimanded that they sent him down to rookie ball, I mean that's I mean that's pretty much like getting quarter pointed, you know, <laughs> visitation rights taken. Like you're just going to rookie ball. And that's more than breaking a TV. That's like, I'm just going to break the town line. I'm just. But they've got their issues. And they're supposed to be better than they are. So maybe if just as the fan base, you say, take the wins when you can get them and enjoy them. Sometimes those bad years of Saturday Night Live did kind of produce maybe a funny bit. The whole season, uh, not so much, but you might get a laugh here or there. We'll wrap up Red Sox review here next on WEEI with KJ 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Thank you so much for hanging out. Everything Boston Red Sox. This is Red Sox Review on WEEI. Yeah. You got to show the Red Sox some love, man. They're 500. Man, I, I had to talk people off of bet slips. What about like 81? Oh, now you're crazy, bro. Red Sox review, KJWEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out Friday night. Remember, Red Sox win 3-2 over the Yankees. Have two chances to take the series. They win two out of three. They come back to Boston, a 500 team. Let's go to the text line, 37937. What you got, Stiz? All right, KJ. Uh, Texter in the 774, you were talking, uh, you've been talking actually about Otani. You've been on the Otani train for a little while now. Uh, but a texture in the 774 says he'd stay away from Otani and his price tag that comes along with it because if he turns into sale and blows out his arm, I wouldn't take the chance on that. And I agree with the morning show to stay away from Chris Paul uh, because he's a loser and will always be a loser. Okay, yeah, that totally just drifted off of Chappaquiddick yeah, right did, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the thing is Yo- Shohei Otani can hit a ball. Chris Sale cannot. So Shohei Otani, who probably can be converted into a middle reliever at some point still gives you the value. And as I was saying earlier, 
if there's a relationship between himself and Yoshida, that Yoshida can discuss with him his experiences here in Boston. I hope you've been in your local Shaw supermarket saying hello very nicely to Yoshida Matazaka. Very nicely with a big smile. Bigger than Joe Castiglione's smile. Bigger than that. And so Otani's going to give you value on three different levels where Chris Sale is of a time gone by, right? So I don't necessarily think it's going to take 600 for Otani to come to the Red Sox now, say to go to the Dodgers or somewhere like that. Yeah, because you know, if he wanted to stay in California, he could just stay with the Angels, right? So for him to come somewhere where he knows there's a there's a strong following that he can put things together. Well, LFG does very nicely for athletes who want to invest in sporting. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So their investment potential opportunities. You know, if 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 there's kind of a bit of conspiracy theory, theory is kind of like you know he's in the New Balance commercial. You know, there's two stores on Guest Street. You know, so I, there are things in play that can make it happen that isn't going to cost the Red Sox the complete full price tag, as it may for some other teams. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Let's go to Glenn in New Orleans. All right, Glenn, thanks for calling. Hey, baby, isn't that how you say? Hey, how you baby? doing tonight? Good. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, um, what aggravates me so much uh, mm-hmm. as a fan of over 50 years, you don't have to be a superstar to know to hit the cutoff, man. I'm so tired of seeing guys who hit a single end up at second base. It's game after game after game. Uh, those are the kinds of plays that just drive me up the wall. And Cora doesn't really seem to to me to feel like it's all that important because uh, as it's addressed, it's certainly not translating onto the field. And, uh, you know, that, those aren't the, uh, the only things uh, about uh, Cora's team, uh, the uh, player versatility that they call it. But you don't have a steady shortstop-second combination. So double plays that could be turned if you had a regular short, regular second, they knew each other, played every day. Those kind of things just drive me up the wall. I know it's called modern baseball, but I, I just don't understand it. But like I said, no superstar to give me 90 feet. That's what Jim Palmer uh, said when he saw Verdugo uh, loping up the first baseline. Can you give me 90 feet? All right, man. Thank you very much for taking my call. You have a great weekend. Go Sox. All right, Glenn. Thanks for the call. All the way from Nolens. Great Sound call. like Dr. John. Talking about the right place, <laughs> but looking in the wrong time. Doesn't Glenn look in the right place, but in the wrong time? Well, look, Glenn does make a point that if if there is going to be a design to not spend exorbitantly, spend defensively, meaning like get yourself a defensive shortstop where you're not expecting a whole lot from the bat, but you're also not going to have a lot of these mistakes because if you've got pitchers in there who are adjusting their roles, your Whitlocks, your Pavettas, these guys are coming in, Paxton coming back, who's looked very well. You would want these guys to know that balls up the middle, which now mean more than ever because of the shift, are going to be easily scooped, double plays are going to be played, you know, if there's only a force out at first, there's that acumen to get the ball to first, to get the out. Those things don't cost a lot. You know, Trevor Story went down. 
I think that was kind of a last-minute thing. But if you knew that Xander was going and Trevor Story barely plays short and then hurts his arm, you would almost say, like, shit, one of the first things that are most important to do is shore up the middle of that offense, right? I mean, the defense up the middle. And wouldn't have cost a whole lot of money. But in terms of, you know, staying away from Otani, you know, yeah, tell everybody else who's going to do that. Yeah, nobody else is going to stay away if they can't. I mean, if Otani said, I want to go to Oakland, you know what Oakland would do? They would build the damn stadium. So, you know, it's, yeah, you don't need superstars to get the job done. We've seen that with teams here. Look, if people say that the Red Sox, you know, had this loaded team, but it was just a, it was well drafted. You got pieces where you needed. You know, these are players that were in your system. Bogey was in the system. Devers was in the system. JD Martinez was a good pickup. Where at the time you were like, okay, this guy isn't going to demand the most money in the world. You know, Bantende was in the system. So you know, your some of your system guys came through. It's just that the problem is is that the system guys now are making very slow progress or have not worked out and have been paired in this mix of kind of like this Band-Aid approach. And the Band-Aid approach is only good until either it gets wet or you bump it, right? And that's always going to happen during the season. Something's going to drown you out during the season, and how do you respond? Or you're going to take some hits, and how do you respond? So... The way that Verdugo was handled about not sliding into second base on a force out is probably the marker that the rest of the, the clubhouse had to see about these other small things. Look, I, you know, I, obviously you can't continue to make excuses for Kike Hernandez. Now his defense was fine tonight, but that's tonight. But overall, that's not been the story. But, I mean, that's what happens when, you know, you have a person who builds a team and says, I want to go get the guy who can play really good center field. He's a really good second baseman. Maybe we could try him at short. Does the catcher gear fit? You know, like, hey, can you emergency pitch? That's too much value right there. So, again, it's going to be up, down, up, down, up, down. But if the whole season goes that way, you have a 500 team. Am I saying wild card? Uh, playoffs? Probably not. Like I said, the ERA is too high, but enjoy beating the damn Yankees. All right. Follow at KJ Carson, K-J-C-A-R-S-O-N at Twitter. Also W-E-E-I at Twitter as well. I'll talk to you again Sunday, 2 p.m. KJ and Dondero. Have a wonderful Friday night. Socks tomorrow here, 7.30 first pitch, W-E-E-I. Will and Joe have the call. Have a great night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.